Are you listening to us in audio form? Watch us live every Thursday night on Twitch and YouTube at 7.30 Mountain Time. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody. Eugene, I feel like I kind of stole that from you back when you used to do these intros. But hello, <laughs> everybody. Welcome to Infendo Radio. This is, I believe, episode 620? That is yes. correct. Awesome. Um, we've got a show for you tonight, guys. It's going to be kind of an off-the-cuff one. I've got something I want to talk about. I believe at least one of my co-hosts said they had something they wanted to talk about, too. But before that, I want to talk about my co-hosts because they're so they're so wonderful. They're so amazing. They're so... Some would say beautiful. I would I would quantify that. I'm concerned. Um, Justin, as the beautiful boy that you are with the seizure background that you just had. I was going to say seizure warning if you're watching the show live. Um. <laughs> uh, how are you doing tonight? And where can the people find you when you're not sitting here doing a podcast with us? I am doing okay. Life is um, crazy for me right now, but um, I have had a little bit of time to do fun stuff like uh, tweet on Infen- at Infendo Justin and do a little bit of work on my website, thedisneyparkbench.com. Beautiful. Uh, well, Eugene. Very little of both. Eugene, where are you tweeting and working and having fun these days? Oh, I don't know if I'm doing any of those things, but um, I, you can find me on infendo.com. The fun part, let's think. Let me try and find. Oh, no. There's a, this Bahama Bucks down the road, and we go there for snow cones, and that's where the fun's at. Is that Bahama the same Bucks, place where you get the boba? You. No, the boba's from a Japanese place. That's called mm. Kawaii Boa, Boba. Oh, and yeah, that I remember the delicious website. as well. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. want to check that mm-hmm. place out. We just found out because of you that we have a nice Thai restaurant down the street, so I've been trying to get... Oh, uh, I like Thai food. That's good. that Thanks. way, yeah. Well, speaking of going that way, which way are you going, Lucas? Oh, I want to know all about those things. I'm going here, I'm going there, I'm going every which way. Um, I, I guess really, like I, I've kind of paused on game design stuff for the last couple of weeks because it's been a pretty busy couple of weeks for me. It's been a high energy kind of kind of month. Um, I have not stopped on my YouTube comments. So if you go to Lucas Peace, which is my name, you can find me on YouTube. Um, I just posted a video today on a game that I actually kind of want to talk to you guys about called uh, Multiverses, which just got officially announced and kind of like mm-hmm. my first reactions, feelings on that, why I have a little trepidation toward the game, kind of coming off of the mixed bag that was Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, all that kind of stuff. I'm also midway through Monkey Month on my channel where I've been playing Donkey Kong Country with Steve and Monkey Ball with myself because I'm a lonely boy. So please go check all that stuff out. I'd really appreciate any views, comments, Donkey anything Kong. Is an ape, not a monkey. Yeah, well, welcome to the club. Um, I don't know what that meant, but it sounded catchy, <laughs> and I feel like it stung, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. We, collection of apes, have a conversation for you guys tonight, and I kind of alluded to this moments ago, but I want to talk about, I think, kind of the big news. Actually, there's a couple of big things in the gaming world. Let's get the tiny one out of the way first, because it's kind of blowing up online. But um, Nintendo has officially sanctioned a tournament with, I believe it's, oh, I can't remember the name now. They have, like, Panda in their name, but I don't really follow, like, eSports stuff, so I'm not super on top of this. But they are, like, cooperating with this eSports group to do a Smash Ultimate and Smash Melee tournament. 
And that kind of blew up Twitter because um, Nintendo, they don't like Melee and they don't tend to like esports that much. But this <laughs> is kind of a big deal. Not for any of us. None of us play competitive Smash Bros. I don't think any of us have played Super Smash Bros. Melee in like 10 years at least. But still kind of cool to I see the match. Not true. I booted on, it up so. on an emulator on my Wii U. Uh, of course you did. Just to see if it worked. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of nice to see Nintendo reaching out a little bit. Um, the the kind of tie-in to this, and the thing I really want to talk to you guys about, is that this happened, again, coincidentally, Sora got released on the day that Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl came out. Um, this news got announced and blew up Twitter on the same day that um, the Warner Bros. Smash Bros. clone Multiverses got officially announced. This is a game I've been following pretty much since the first leaks, um, but it is now official. We are getting a another Smash Bros. clone. This one looks to be a bit higher quality. They've already kind of taunted Nickelodeon a little bit by the fact that this one has voice actors. They got, like, you know, Tara Strong to voice her characters. John DiMaggio is playing Jake the Dog from Adventure Time and stuff. They have one of the Batman voice actors back. He didn't sound familiar to me, but I guess it's Kevin a big Conroy, deal. Kevin the, Conroy, the, the king of Batman voices. Was he, like, the animated series or something? Who was he? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I like that, because I did really like that show, but he just didn't sound familiar to me. And when I read Batman comics, it's his voice I hear in my head. Yeah, that's... Him and Mark yeah, that Mark was Hamill the era like for me, too, so it's kind of... Yeah, that's cool, though. I like that. Um, so, yeah, and, um, I mean, like, just to kind of nerd out with you guys for a minute here, I do have some negatives I want to cover, too, because, hi, I'm Lucas, and I like to criticize video games. But um, some of the real positives are there's, like, team attacks that you can perform. So, like, Bugs Bunny is in the game. Um, Steven Universe is in the game. Um, Bugs Bunny can make tunnels that his teammates can, like, go into to, to move around. Steven Universe, in, like, the show, he can create, like, shields and bubbles. He can use those to protect his teammates. Wonder Woman can use her lasso of truth to pull enemies who are falling off, the, or allies who are falling off the stage, back up. So it, it, there is a real focus on, like, 2v2 gameplay. It's mm -hmm. not the only way to play the game. You can do 1v1, you can do four-player, you know, smash, but... Um, there is a lot of kind of interesting variety to it. The animations look really full of life. Like, the characters have a lot of a pop, you know. I've been really focused on Jake because I just really like the way he looks. Like, he can turn into a house to defend himself. There was one scene where he was stretching to, like, block the enemy from getting back on the stage and stuff. And they all have costumes that are based off of, like, different iterations from the show. So, like, uh, the Batman one, there's, like, a Batman the Animated Series costume that he wears. Um, I know there were there were outfits for like Finn and Jake that came from like things in the show too. They've shown off a few things and it looks just like really solid. Harley Quinn has like all of her comics outfits and stuff. So, um, yeah. Long as she has her animated series, she does. Yeah, yeah. Heather, my wife. That's she, the only one I've ever really same. cared about. That she's like, where's when they're gonna bring back the old costume? Yeah, like when we're watching right? like the 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 you know the the DC movies or whatever, mm -hmm. and then they they showed it in the the last Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey, for like five seconds, and she yeah. was so excited. <laughs> I remember getting that outfit in one of the Injustice games and being like, okay, this is Harley Quinn for the rest of her days. You know, kind of like when I got like the red and black for Nightwing because I grew up with like Teen Titans so I was a big Robin oh, fan yep. as a kid. Oh, yep. Like getting like the red and black, I was like, this is Nightwing, like now and forever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um... I, I will kind of, I know I'm kind of ringleading this conversation right now, but I will say the biggest thing that kind of gives me apprehension is that it's a free-to-play game, which on the one hand, yay, free-to-play, accessibility. 
On the other hand, I'm scared to death of what Warner Bros. is going to do to monetize this game. They've already Mm -hmm. said that they plan on including DLC characters down the road that you can purchase. I just hope that this doesn't end up being like a $300 game with that. And I I realize it's very speculative Mm -hmm. and a negative way to to look at this thing, but um, I, I am kind of trying to approach it from the perspective of cautiously optimistic you know it looks to be a little more mm-hmm. polished than the nickelodeon game maybe even a lot more polished i would love to see it give smash bros a run for its money i just i'm scared of of the unknowns right now you know and i kind of refuse sure. to let myself get too hyped but i'm wondering also if because i don't know if you didn't mention this or not but uh um the, it didn't get a switch announcement at least yes. right off the bat so that's the um, biggest i'm wondering downer. if <laughs> Yeah, I'm wondering if that's going to come later or if it's just not not coming. Yeah, um, I would love to see it come to Switch. I honestly, and I, I said this in the video that I got out today too, but um, I'm honestly kind of shocked that a Smash Bros. clone isn't coming to Switch because mm-hmm. it seems like we're already like a tested market for this kind of stuff. We obviously eat up these kind of games, you know? Like, I, I just... Maybe I, what they figure is, like, Switch owners... If they want a Smash game, we'll just play Smash and won't spend money on something. Yeah, else. I just I don't know if that's been proven true. I might be I might be completely wrong here. So if anybody knows this information, correct me. But I think Nickelodeon actually performed best on the Switch in terms of sales. Like that's I what I was going to actually ask. Like, do we I, know where I that game? I think I remember best? it doing best on Switch because again, I think we're kind of the market that's interested in this kind of stuff. You know, kind of like how the kart racers like, always do um, really well Immortals. on Switch. Yeah, like Immortals Phoenix Rising. Like, I wonder what that sold best on. Um, I know Starlink sold much better on Switch yeah. than any other console. No, Nintendo mm-hmm. gamers really do like this kind of game, so I'd be surprised if we don't get something in the future. But, I mean, if the game it is... It seem like a big miss, right? Yeah. If the game is good, I'm definitely going to grab it on Steam at least. And then maybe someday I'll own a Steam Deck and this won't even be a conversation I have to have, you know? But... Um, I guess for you competitive types out there, um, they've been promising kind of all the same stuff that the Nickelodeon team did, uh, you know, like solid net code and whatever, so that, you know, the competitive scene will be better. But it, it looks to be a little bit more casual than the Nickelodeon game. Like, the hardest thing for me with Nickelodeon was it was built with a very competitive, like, fan base in mind. And this game seems to be kind of bridging the gap a little bit better between... We have a competitive audience that's going to want to play this game at tournaments, but we also have to appeal to, like, a wider demographic. And WB, for whatever reason, seems much more willing to just pump money into a game than Nickelodeon is. Nickelodeon always makes those, like, you know, $5 bargain games, but but this one looks pretty solid. So I'd be amazed if they don't end up finding a way to squeeze us for some money, because it looks like they're putting a lot of effort into this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited all in all, you know. I'm, like I said, I'm kind of yeah. nervous, but I'm excited. Like, just the fact that it has Adventure Time, Steven Universe, um, you know, there's, there's super DC superheroes are in it. Um, they've, they've rumored they're going to do, like, a Rick and Morty thing. Gandalf is supposed to be coming. I even saw a rumor crazy. that maybe Harry Potter is going to be in the game. Like, I didn't realize, and I, I kind of hate, like, monopolies like this, but I didn't realize how much Warner Brothers owns. Like there is oh and yeah. how could we forget to talk yes. about Ultra Instinct Shaggy the meme that has become basically a character <laughs> in this game at this point so yeah that's a thing um, for those of you who don't know like I see Justin questioning reality <laughs> right now 
There's been a there's been a meme for about like six months or a year or something of basically like Shaggy with like Super Saiyan Ultra Instinct like energy and and evil and all that crap. Warner Bros has embraced it. They've done like animations in the past where Shaggy is like Ultra Instinct. In this game, he has like a freaking Super Saiyan charge. He also throws sandwiches, <laughs> but he also has like a scene when he wins where his shirt rips off his body like Goku. So they're they're That's- definitely. And they got Maggie Dollar into it. to do the voice. Yes, so, they did. You know, yeah, that's pretty yeah. Odd. yeah. No, the voice acting, which was really one of the people say it's like the biggest thing that's missing from Nickelodeon. I don't think that's true. I think Nickelodeon needs more just personality in general. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this because I don't like it in Smash Bros. But I think the game would benefit a lot from like items and and more encounters in the stage and stuff, just to give it some variety. Uh, but the voice acting is missing in that game, and again because Nickelodeon, I believe, didn't want to fund all that. But yeah. Warner Bros. was really. It's proud like the of Power it. Rangers game. Yeah, yeah, the the Battle the Power, for the Grid. Yeah, the Power Rangers fighting game launched without any voice yeah. acting, mm-hmm. and then I think for. The first season pass, they added original actor voice actors. So if we're done with this line of topic, kind of overall, this is a good segue because we're kind of talking about games that launch without being finished. And um, there is, you know, where I'm going with this, right? There is a series that Splatoon? that came out um, last week that we were all kind of excited to talk about, and it's kind of messy. And Justin, you're the one with any experience in it, but it is kind of making the rounds in the news. Um, the GTA trilogy is kind of a, a little bit of a hot mess, apparently. <laughs> Do you want to share some experiences yes. and how you feel about it? Or I mean, I was going to do this for my change the system, but uh, uh, what the heck? Take since, the floor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of we're kind of we're kind of free in it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I did get the GTA Definitive Edition Trilogy, GTA Trilogy of Definitive Edition, sorry, um, on launch day. I actually pre-ordered it the day or two before it came out um, for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I specifically got on the Switch because I wanted the portability. Mm-hmm. Um, so, here, first of all, I've played a few hours of GTA 3. I played about an hour or two of Vice City, like a hand, like maybe two or three missions. Yeah. And I got right. through the intro and first mission of San Andreas. Mm-hmm. So I played enough of it to kind of get a feel for a you know a little bit of like what's what's in store here. Um, so bad stuff first, since that's what we're what we're leading in with. All right. Um. It, some of it's kind of rough. I mean, first of all. They're 15 to 20-year-old games, and in some ways they still play like it. I know they said they were going to enhance the games and update them and modernize them. At least on the Switch, they feel a lot more like their PS2 versions than, you know, like the... Xbox One, so it doesn't, you know, it, PS4 It doesn't versions. feel like you're playing, like, GTA Five controls in an old game. It's more like you're kind of playing GTA Three, but ported then. Yeah, okay. um, and, and, I mean, to be fair, my experience with these games, you know, like, I haven't played them in years. Like, yeah. San Andreas, I have on my PS3. I play it every once in a great while, mm-hmm. but... For, but for the most part, like, a lot of my gameplay experience lately has been GTA V. Um, and it it still has kind of the floatiness of GTA 3, 
Um, graphically, it does. They they do look better. Yeah, I've seen the screenshots um, on the eShop. Originally, they didn't have any, yeah. but now you can actually go on and kind of preview the game a little bit, which is nice. Yeah, and I mean the thing to keep in mind is, this is the Switch. Yeah. This is not going to look like a next-gen system or a high-end PC, which I went into this expecting. It does look better than it did on the PS2, and this is one of those cases where I say it looks as good as you remember it and better than it actually did. Ocarina of Time 3D. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, it isn't... It's not going to blow you away, and apparently even on the more powerful systems, it's not that fantastic. Mm. But, um, yeah, the Switch version is basically enhanced of of what it is. So the bad part about it is performance-wise, and this goes across, like, all different versions. Um, Frame rate is not great. Um, there are times hmm. where you're where you're driving and a lot of stuff is happening and you can see the frame rate drop. That's, and I don't normally mm, notice stuff like that. That's so weird but, to me for a... I mean, because it's such an old game, you'd think that by now we'd be able to, you know. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, one problem that I personally affected my gameplay is pop-in. Mm-hmm. Um, the pop-in is as bad in at least the Switch versions and apparently all other versions as it was like in the old PS2 versions. There's an early, there's a mission early on in GTA 3 where you have to do a street race against four other cars. Yeah. Right. And um, you're driving against traffic it through a lot of it. And there were portions of that race where I'd be driving down the road and I would see a, like, two or three cars spawn in front of me just like a few you know, like a hundred feet away, Ooh, like without yeah. enough time to avoid them, and yeah. I'd crash right into them. Um, oh, that's so bad. that's not good. That's yeah, bad. that's not good. And it reminds me of back in you know playing San Andreas back in the day, where you're flying a, a helicopter or a plane, and the trees spawn right in front mm-hmm. of you. <laughs> you know, right. like it was it was that bad at some points. Um, Amy, okay, but hold on. Mess- How's the music? Because I heard the music supposed. To- to be the best part of these games is they have at least like all the good music and stuff i have not played enough of vice city or san andreas to know what i know there's some music that didn't return gta 3 is has all of it because most good. of the music was original to the game anyway really? the only licensed music was the scarface soundtrack well wow, i didn't so i didn't realize that so all the, like the radio songs were all like made for the game yeah, wow. GTA 1, 2, and 3 huh. had completely original soundtracks. The only exception was um, Flashback FM on GTA 3 is the Scarface soundtrack. Yeah. Just like, rip, just ripped off the CD. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but the, but everything, like, GTA 3 is, 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 everything came across. I spent most of my time listening to Chatterbox Radio anyway, mm-hmm. which Laszlo. was always the highlight of GTA 3 for me anyway. Um Vice City is apparently missing a few songs. I can't tell you which ones. Um, San Andreas is missing even more songs. Again, can't tell you which ones. Um, and it's all, you know, licensing. Like, you know, probably a record company said, nope, if you want to use our song again, you got to pay us double. And they said, well, F it, we're not going to. Um, the sad part is they didn't replace the missing songs with other songs. Mm. They just have shorter playlists. 
probably things that I wouldn't notice if it wasn't pointed out to me. So, you know, like any song that I like off of those soundtracks, I have on my, you know, iTunes playlist anyway. So, you know, big, big flippin' whoop. So GTA 3 for the most part, and and I've been playing playing it the most, GTA 3 is pretty, pretty much like, it runs fine. It sounds fine. Like, it's rough in the same ways that the original game was rough. Sure. And it does have all the, you know, problems that the the remastered collection does have, but they're not quite so noticeable because the game's not as taxing. And the reason I've been playing it the most is because I've been playing it mostly in, like, oh, I got 15 minutes, let me just do a mission, and it's perfect for that portability. Like, because it's, it's basically a 3D version of Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2. Like, you go, you get a mission, you do the mission, you're done. Um, there's not really a story to it. Vice City um, is... I haven't noticed too many problems with it performance-wise, other than... You know, the frame rate issues and the resolution and stuff like that is amplified over GTA 3. But even then, like, it doesn't look bad to me. It doesn't sure. play bad to me. It's just, it needs polish. San Andreas is rough. San Andreas, like, I, I remember, like, hearing and, and reading everything. I was like, oh, the, the audio quality is terrible. I'm like, it sounds fine to me. Like, I'm not I, I'm not really a huge audiophile. Like, I can tell when the sound quality is bad. Mm-hmm. GTA 3 and Vice City sound fine to me. San Andreas is bad. Like, like, I, like, the voices are definitely low bit rate. Like, it sounds like a podcast from 2005. Mm. <laughs> like, just scratchy, compressed. The music sounds like it's in mono. The thing is, I, feel, again, like, I sounds... feel like that one's always been really rough, because that's the one that people, like, meme for how, like, I mean, a lot of people have fond memories of it, but, like, that was the one with, like, uh, Big Smoke and the whole, like, I'll take two number nines, a number nine large, you know, that, that all the, I feel like all the memes come from San Andreas, so I think that game always kind of got a little well, crap, right? Well, I mean, that's the game that, you know, had the most to do in it, mm. and but, like, the audio quality is just, just terrible. Like, I, yeah. uh, it's almost so bad that I don't want to play it. Wow. And that's that's saying something. That's like, I would rather play an N64 game. I would rather play Star Fox 64 yeah. or, you know, or something like that where, you know, the audio is bad but optimized mm-hmm. than San Andreas. Well, now... Maybe they'll fix it in the future, but I don't know. That's a pretty big thing to basically replace all of the audio files in your 10 Sounds like a big game. patch. Well, well, yeah, so supposedly yeah. this whole thing was handled by... It's Grove Street Games, right? Which is like a mobile division or something, so... I was going to say that's clearly a division of, of Rockstar. Of Rockstar, because, yeah. yeah. But I think they purely handle, like, mobile releases up until now. So if, if, I, if what I've heard is right, I don't really follow this stuff that closely, but... I, it just seems like it was just kind of bad bad management on Rockstar's part, um, maybe inexperience on the part of the people who are doing the work. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of a mess, you know? And, it, and, it's, and it's in a line of, you know, it, it's been an issue since the internet was a thing and we could patch games, but it seems like more and more these days we're getting these, like the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl thing, right? We're getting these games that are done enough, but it's almost more like getting an open beta 
than a full game and having to pay right. full price, you know? And then maybe the game gets patched in a few months. Maybe it doesn't, depending on how well it sells. But it's kind of frustrating. It's getting kind of old. Well, and then you've got, like, I I have little doubt that Rockstar is going to, you know, like, patch this game at least to bring it up to to minimal standards. I hope. Because, I'm, because it's sold really well, and a lot of people mm. are demanding refunds on top of that. Yeah. Um, but then you get games like, you know, City Skylines, which I was excited to have on the Switch, and then that came out and everybody said it does not run well on the Switch, wait for a patch. Yeah. And they never patched it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, um, you know, it worries me. Well, I kind of remember when, and this is, this is not, it's not a comparable example because the game was at least fully functional. It looked good. It was just, it was just not what people were hoping for. But, um, remember Super Mario Party, the precursor to the new one that came out? That was kind of their, yep. their, their touching, it was the same engine, but it was kind of like, we're going to dip a toe in the water, see if people really do want a classic Mario Party experience, and then we'll create Mario Party Superstars. Um, I remember when that game came out, so many people saying, it's great, but it needs more boards, and you know they're going to do board DLC because there's so many, you know, we got to get that board DLC. When's the board DLC coming out? And it never came out because Nintendo never said it was coming out. They never made, you know, there was no promise of it. It was just something people expected and wanted because there were only like right. four boards and they were all kind of crappy, but it seems like there's this, there's this repeating pattern I'm noticing of people getting games being okay with them or disappointed with them or whatever and waiting for patches or waiting for DLC or waiting for things to bring the game up to a level of like I'm satisfied with my $60 purchase or however much it costs mm-hmm. for whatever game we're talking about you know it's it's a it's a it's a bad cycle that we're in <laughs> yeah and and this is definitely an egregious example um i i mean like I said, I was going to save this for my change to the system, but as long as we're on the topic, like, yeah. for being a way to play these games portably, I'm satisfied with it. I look forward to seeing these things fixed and patched, but, like, like it's not, it's not unplayable. Like, it's not a completely messed, like, buggy yeah. mess. You have to look for the bugs for a lot of them. Uh, but they definitely should be fixed. The quality should be fixed. Um, my, I was at first excited about the gyro aiming and then realized that it just made the lock-on controls completely unruly. So I turned off the gyro aiming and now it's, you know, like old school GTA. And that's one of the other things is like the combat and, and gunplay is old school gta it's not like the third person cover based shooter Mm -hmm. stuff that we got now like you just press the lock on button press the shoot button press the lock on button press the shoot button and you just stand there out in the open getting riddled with bullets because you you can't move too yeah yeah. right so so i mean it's 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 got that you know early 2000s jank that they've smoothed out but and and i don't expect them to to change that. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to expect out of this, but I am not completely disappointed in it, and I'm going to keep good. playing these games because I love them. Um, I can definitely see where people have a problem with them, and there's definitely things that I think they really need to fix, like the audio quality, like, you know, the frame rate issues, and and, and stuff like that, right. but I don't find them to be unplayable 
from my experience. Now, your mileage may vary, but... Yeah, I think I think things like the pop-in would probably keep me from diving in too yeah, quickly. Yeah, like a like, bit that's, of a bummer. That's rough. That's a hard one to get by. Like, yeah. I, I'm just having trouble getting through mirror mode in freaking Toad's Turnpike on Mario uh, Mario 64. Like, that alone is hell for me. I can't even imagine if I couldn't even see the trucks until they were right on top of me. Like, yeah. So, um... There was one other thing that I was going to say about this, and now it seems to have left me. Oh, um, the thing that really kind of bugs me is they've delisted the old versions of of all of these games on all the things. Like, even, it seems as though they've also delisted the, uh, the stories games. Really? So, like, you know, they had GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, and then for the PSP, they had Liberty City Stories hmm. and Vice City Stories. Those a two lot got of that, though, PS2. I, I think, yeah. I, I don't mean to talk over you, but a lot of the, that could be due to licensing, though, because I know that the um, Metal Gear games ju- were delis- delisted for, like, a week because um, licensing, because of, like, some History Channel footage that's in the game oh, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it could be, yeah, like, music still... licensing or something like that that is up because it's, you know, 20 years. Maybe, like, you know, that was what the contract was for or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like, if if Rockstar fixes things up, and you know, maybe in spring they come out and say, "Hey, if you, for DLC you can now get you know Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories for Definitive Edition," I could totally see myself you know diving in and buying those as well. Um, so you know, like, it's not inherent; they're not inherently bad games, but they definitely need to they're, be it's fixed just a bummer. up. They're and not. It's yeah, and it's probably and I went in with low expectations because it's the Switch. It's probably even more disappointing if you're playing it on a PS5 or Series X or PC or something where you're expecting, you know, a top quality experience and you get this. It's just not the definitive edition that it promises to be basically right now. But maybe, right. you know, maybe they'll patch it. All right, well, we will be right back. We're going to take a very quick break, and then we will come back with Change the System. I'm eager to see what Justin has left. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, surprise, actually. Ding, ding, ding. We have a hidden round of Nintendoons here before we go oh, on break. Um, oh, by the way, um, I, <laughs> you know, I can do Nintendoons next week if, if y'all are, you know, okay with... That's you know, fine, because this off. one's going to be a lightning round, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So um, I... I hope you guys are ready. This one, it comes from my heart and my um, emulation this week. Um, so here we go. Is this DuckTales? This DuckTales! On the <laughs> wouldn't, they got, wouldn't they gotten that? <laughs> It's not a, the track that um, anybody loves, but um, this is the track the that track he got because love. I wanted it to last more than five seconds. Yeah. I sh- if I picked the moon, everybody would That's have That's uh, the only song it, that we're I We're going to be right back. Want to hear us promote all the things we're doing instead of updating Infendo.com? Listen to us every Thursday night at those times that we're that we're on in the different time zones. Okay. 
Welcome back to Infendo Radio, everyone. Um, listen to us at those times that we're on in the time zones. Um, this is Change the System, which is kind of what we just did, sort of, because we, we decided to pop quiz Justin on GTA. But um, this is the part That's of okay, the... That's okay, I got other stuff to talk about. Excellent. This is the part <laughs> of the show where we talk about the games that we've been playing. Um, and I'm going to let Eugene Athen go first, because I feel like we haven't been giving him very much screen time tonight. So, Eugene... Want to talk to us all about the games you've been playing, what you've been up to, all that kind of stuff? Sure, yeah. Um, I haven't been playing a whole lot of like really exciting stuff. Oh, glad I gave you this time to been... talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to talk about emulated games, I've been playing a plenty of those. Um, but Nino Kuni has been taking plenty of my time mm-hmm. because that's a long game. But in between that, I've just I've honestly just really been enjoying this hacked switch that I've got because I, I'll tell you, I, I didn't realize how much I would be um, playing it, um, but I've been playing the hell out of it. I, I can show you my um, history in uh, RetroArch. I, I don't know that I've played a whole lot of every single game, but I've played a whole lot of different games, you know, just kind of yeah. playing like an hour here of that, you yeah. know, 30 minutes here of that. I, You know what's 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 funny? I went back and I played Cruisin' USA, and I'm pretty sure I've played more of Cruisin' USA than the new Cruisin' Blast game on the Switch. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, like I just, just the nostalgia got me nostalgia. on that. Nostalgia, yep. Uh, yeah, totally. And Cruisin', playing with that Nintendo yeah. 64 controller just feels so Doesn't good. It? Not to say that I don't enjoy playing, you know, just in handheld mode as well, because that's why you get a Switch. But, um, yeah, playing with a Nintendo 64 controller just feels like <laughs> feels like old times, you know? I feel like I got transported to 1997, you know? Yeah, so I Lucas. actually want to... Yeah, thank you, Professor. Um, I, I want to jump in for one second, because I was talking to Steve about this. Um, I, I've been, like, dabbling with games you can and can't play with the N64 controller outside of N64 games. Uh, the new Mario mm-hmm. Party, you can totally do. Like, if you set the mini games to just the N64 mini games, you never encounter a oh, mini game okay, that yeah. needs, like, an X button or something. So you can play those games and just, you know... Pretend you're playing like an up-res version of Mario Party. Um, the one that really disappointed me, though, was I tried to play ukulele with an N64 controller, and I forgot how critical the X and Y buttons were to the mm-hmm. ukulele experience. That was a real bummer, because like, I went in and I set it to like N64 tonic mode, or like, everything looked all retro and everything. I was like, this is going to be magical! I'm finally going to appreciate ukulele for the hidden gem it is! And I couldn't play it, because you can't actually I- like attack without an X button, so... I think I said this last time, but I don't know why when you go to the menu and there you try and button remap, it doesn't let you button remap the Nintendo 64 controller. You mm-hmm. can button remap like, you know, your Joy-Con or whatever yeah. if you want, but it just doesn't let you for the... It, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. If Nintendo yeah. would patch that in, then you could just set like the, you know, the ZL or something like that to yeah. an X and then everything would be fine, you know, but like... We were trying to like jerry-rig Steve's... Um version of doom 64 within like doom eternal or whatever it is that he's got and he was like he was like well you need the zr button i was like well there is a zr button but it's really inconveniently placed so you're not gonna like that yeah we're like but you could use the z button for zl and shoot with that and then just select your weaponry (laughs) with the d-pad we're like we can make this work we can fix this <laughs> quake 64 mod for quake on switch the ghost of steve tells me so 
there you go. Okay, thank you, Ghost of Steve. But no, I um, I think that these days I've been putting more time into um, my wife's former <laughs> Switch um, that is now hacked than my own because that is pretty cool. I don't know. It's just like the nostalgia has just really gotten me. You yeah. know, I, I'm looking at my history list um, right now. I think the game that I probably put the most time out of is either... Diddy Kong Racing or Quest 64, because um, that's another RPG, and I I definitely have put at least 10 or 12 hours into it because I'm like halfway through. So refresh yeah. my memory, Eugene. Did you ever get Crash Team Racing when it came to Switch? I didn't. I I, I probably should. I feel like I had no nostalgia for that game, but I really liked it, and I thought it did a good kind of Diddy Kong Racing esque job. The new Chocobo mm-hmm. one looks very Diddy Kong Racing too. I feel like if if you're yeah. that kind of gamer, you might really like those games. You know, the Chocobo one. I think I'm gonna get I'm the Crash. Hyped. I just have no affinity for you know any of that. See, so I didn't either, like... but I found myself really enjoying it. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just outside your comfort zone, but I I found it very Diddy Kong ish. You know, it brought back a lot sure. of those vibes. Uh, for me, like a, a character racer, I have to be into like the characters, you know? Like if I don't yeah. care about any of the characters, I just just don't care about the game. Like I heard really good things about the Sega racing game, the, the Sonic one, what is it called? Sonic, Sonic and Sega All-Star, I hate how they brand their stuff. Yeah, Sonic and Sega yeah, All-Star like, Racing, yeah. And, and it's actually a good racing game because I, I, I have it, but I just don't, I just, it's See, just, the thing- I don't care about it. The thing that I never knew was how many Sega properties I really love. Like, you know, Billy Hatcher, um, now sure. I've got Monkey Ball that I'm into, Nights into Dreams, mm-hmm. Space Channel 9. Like, other than, like, Samba, Amiibo, and Crazy Taxi, I've played, like, every Sega game under the sun, so. Sure. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be it as far as that's I concerned. I do want to talk about um, Pokemon Go, though. Um, mostly because I'm very um, angry with my wife, um, who's coming down the stairs. She's caught like three shinies the other day. Jeez. In a, it was ridiculous. Um, she caught two Cresselia shinies. Um, I, luckily, she traded me one because she loves me. She was in a giving um, mood. Yeah, I caught it. I ended up catching a couple of shinies too. But if you're into Pokemon Go, um, I think seemingly the shiny rates are increased right now because, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> it's. I haven't gotten shinies in like a couple of weeks, and then I, you know, I got like two uh, in a row. You know, two days in a row. But not like my wife. She got like six. It was just like ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Go is kind of fun again, I guess. I don't know. It's just still, still a thing. The, the, the It's always fun getting a shiny every yeah. single time. I, you know, like when I have my gotcha with me and I come home and I sh- end up with, you know, a shiny in my in my pouch. It's just like, oh, yeah, this, this feels good. I should probably but mention. Yeah, that's all the games I've been playing, really. I want to mention two things now because the ghost of Steve is being sassy and I have to contradict him. But um, first I should mention a kind of a PSA for anybody that plays Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, this weekend, I think starting tonight and going through the 21st, so you're out of luck if you're listening to this show produced, um, there is an Eevee event going on where you can get shiny Eevees. So if you want to go out and hunt down some some little gray boys, you can get yourself that shiny, you know, Sylveon you've always dreamed of or Umbreon or whatever. So that's a thing. Pretty cool. You know, a lot of options there. I already told Steve I want like 10 when he finally finds one, so I'm going to have to right. do a lot of resetting. 
Um, but the other thing I did kind of want to mention real quick, because Steve had said in, in our chat, or the ghost of Steve, I guess, if we're keeping this up, um, you know, like, unlike Pikmin Bloom, you know, Pokemon Go has a lot of stuff to do and everything. I actually have a friend in my neighborhood who's been playing Pikmin Bloom, and it's a very simple game. It's a, it's a walking sim, but he's actually really enjoying it. So so I do think there's an audience for it. Maybe, you know, there if, definitely you, is, I if think. you have a phone that can actually download it, unlike me, yeah. go check that out. I'm kind of, I'm really jealous. I want to try it. I will say I finally created enough free space on my phone to re-download Pokemon Go. So I will be reinstalling all of that tonight and getting my account back in order and everything because I've been I've been itching to play that game for a long time, but I I have like 500 songs on my phone and I had to go through and delete like 300 of them to make enough memory to, <laughs> sure. you know, to get the game back. So here we are. Uh, anyway, sorry to sidetrack us like that. Uh, Justin, you want to keep going with your change the system? <clears throat> Sure. Um, so a, most of my gameplay has been Grand Theft Auto, but I did get another new game on the same night. It was a very expensive day. Um, a game that I had been dying to play for years. Finally got the chance. Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, I forgot to say about KOTOR. Yeah, got that I've one too. I've been wanting to ask you about that, actually, because... Me kind of wanty, but also me never played the firsty one. So it's only no, fifteen bucks. No like why not? Yeah, well, I've got like so many other games to play right now. True. You know, <laughs> but go on. True, go on. true. Time. Yeah. Well, I was really excited to finally um, dive into this, and I, you know, spent probably fifteen, twenty minutes, maybe even a half hour, creating my character. Started the game. Um, <clears throat> got into like you know the first opening cutscene where. You know, you you wake up and you meet the other guy, and the other guy wasn't talking. Oh um, no! And I shared a video of this on on. Uh, oh on no! <laughs> talking about um, games that are rushed in production. No. Yeah, like like, um. So, you know, you have the 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 dialogue tree where you get to choose your response. Yeah. And so I asked him to explain to me how to open the door or whatever it is he asked me to do. And so it cuts to a shot of the guy, and he's just there. Does his he head's like, moving. Does he open oh, his yeah. mouth? Is but there, is nope, there, his mouth isn't moving. Is there text? Oh, like, no. He's There's no... I mean, I could probably turn on captions. I usually turn That's them off. Crazy. I might have to turn them on. But there was no, there was no spoken dialogue. His mouth wasn't Jeez. moving. I'm like... Talk about like, having talk like, about just, like common, tell, two have you, bummers. Have yeah. you looked this up? Is this a common issue, or is this like specific I, to you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, uh, didn't happen um, to me. I don't. That way, I don't think that's so. So weird. So, so I was a little wow. annoyed, and after that, just this takes happened you right out of it, right? Times. Yeah, after it happened like two or three times in one gameplay session, I said, I'm done with this, turned it off, and I haven't tried playing Jeez, it again since that's then. so, so frustrating. <clears throat> so hopefully the next time I play, I don't have that problem, and I can actually enjoy this game that I've wanted to play for, you know, decades, but thus far, um, I haven't gotten to. Mm, uh, that's a huge bummer. But I have spent uh, quite a bit of time playing uh, this little beauty, the uh, Legend of Zelda Game & Watch. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's especially fun because just like the Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch, there is, you know, there are like cheats, I guess you can call them. If you hold the A button when you start a new game, you start with full health. Um, 
in let's see in the legend of zelda one you start with all with full health full hearts in Zelda 2, you start with level, uh, full health, full magic, and level 8, and all of the magic spells. Oh, so it's and like, turn it's like Game Genie. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to actually yeah, exactly. play the games. Just, That's just, actually, I would actually win. enjoy that, I think. I would hate yeah, well, that. I, I would hate that. <laughs> I, no, for me, I, that'd I mean, be great. Well, let me put it this way. The last time I tried playing Zelda 2, I played it with a Game Genie with invincibility on God, and still got yeah, to the point where I, the too difficult the grind, for me. The grind so, is the only thing about that game that like makes it so unique and well, special for me. Like That's what I like is the grind. For me, I, for me what it would be, because I've already played that game to death, yeah. I would want to just like just go in and just like, you know, just like annihilate that Jeez. game, you know, and just like turn well, on all the Well, that's how I'm playing Zelda 1 right now. Um, yeah. With, uh, with Link's Awakening, you start with full hearts, and when you pick up the sword, it's the level two sword. Nice. So, That's awesome. So, yeah, it's really just kind of, you know, like, I want to experience this game, but I don't want the stress of actually, you know, Playing like... Playing it. <laughs> that sounds like well, Game Genie mode, you know? I used to well, love right, exactly. doing that with it's, the Game Genie. I used to love doing it's that. It's perfect for a nostalgic game, because, you know, I don't want to have to devote 15 hours to this game when I've got another game that I could be putting 15 hours but I want to relive this so mm-hmm. it's really fun I've mostly been playing Zelda 1 um, with a little bit of Link's Awakening I haven't started Zelda 2 yet although I did like you know do the cheat and save the game what's really fun about Zelda 1 is you start with full hearts which means right from the get go you can go get the uh, get the white sword, and then you oh, can right. go straight over and get the magical sword. So before I even entered the first dungeon, I had full health, um, the magical sword, and after I finished the first dungeon, I went and I got the blue ring. So like I'm practically indestructible right now. Um, I, I know Lucas is like dying right now, but that's exactly how I, I just, would want to experience. I that. just do I, not under exactly how I would want. I to could do that. never understand it. Like I, it just feels well, like it's the same. Th- it, it feels like it's I want to. Thing- it's like I want to reread the Lord of the Rings, but I can't be bothered to read it, so I'll go on the wiki. It's like I just I don't know. It just feels weird. Like. <laughs> I well, get, it's I more get like watching the, the movie or or reading the abridged version or listening. You know, like yeah, I guess. you know when I play I get, when I play Goldeneye. Like, I think I think maybe we just play you know, games for different reasons sometimes. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't. I play games yeah. for fun. I don't play well, games so do, to be so frustrated. So do I, but the fun is in the challenge of of like. Having oh three no, hearts my friend! The, the, the fun is going into a level God. one dungeon that was once if, hard like, and just like no, that's the whole. That's everything. the whole if premise want... of One Punch Man is being overpowered is <laughs> overrated. Like I don't get this. <laughs> it's it's the same. To each their thing own. You don't have to push out if you don't want to. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like the, when I play uh, Goldeneye or Perfect Dark, you know, I usually. Yeah, Golden Eye. I'll I'll put enemy, like enemy accuracy to zero. You know, I'll go to double seven mode. Put enemy accuracy to zero, and then just I you totally know, forgot you could do that. Yeah, shoot everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like like because I just want to play the level and have fun with it. I just want to play through the game and and enjoy it. I don't want the stress of of oh crap. Like I just spent fifteen minutes 
doing this thing and now I'm dead and I have to go back and do it all again, then I'm just not going to play it anymore because I have other things that I haven't played before that I could have spent that 15 minutes doing. I could, like, if I want a game that's frustratingly difficult, I have Cuphead. You know, like, and I enjoy those God. games. Like, I enjoy playing, um, what was it, the, the, not, what's Shadow, Shadow something or other, I can't remember, the Yacht Club games, um, game that came out that's kind of like a Ninja Gaiden style game. Like, that's a challenging game. That's a tough game. And I love playing through that challenge and getting because it's a brand new game. It's a brand new experience. Yeah, if guess... I'm going to play the, 30-year-old game, I want to play it for fun, not I, for I guess challenge. I just don't see either of the old Zelda games as, like, balls-to-the-wall challenging to the point where they're so frustrating that you want to cheat. Like, they're they're not easy, Again, but they're not exactly hard. played Zelda 2 yeah. with, game, with Game Genie codes, including invincibility, and still got so frustrated at one point that I stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I, I get, like, save states, because it just kind of shortens the game, but... I wouldn't enjoy playing a game and having all the like the the the, the level ups, the unlockables, I, the the items, the hearts. Like that's all progress to me, and progress is what so, makes a game so pleasurable from my perspective. You know, because it's like, oh, I got another heart container. That feels good. Dopamine rush. You know, that kind of stuff. It's just it's a different way to play games, I guess. You know. Well, but, and I get my dopamine rush. From, hey, I just from got running into a dungeon the... and just wrecking house. Yeah, no, I I get it. You know, just it's it's different. You know, it's, I defeated. Yeah. I am defeating bosses with three hits. Yeah, I, I like like <laughs> like, like, like that. That's fun you're, with me. You're who you're who the SP <coughs> mode is made for. I've never right. played those like SP mode games because I I find it kind of boring. You know, the Metroid one made sense to me. Start at Ridley. Cool. Ridley's a fun boss fight. You know, but like the the ones that are like, oh, start Mario three from World eight with all the but, items. It's like, but there's seven other worlds of fun that I'm missing. You know, it's like, well, and I that's like I'm with like if I just want to beat the game, then yeah, sure. But if but like for Super Mario Brothers three, yeah, I would definitely rather play it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah I'm not but, trying to like, I'm not trying to judge you like, guys with, with for Metroid, your weird taste. No, I, I just feel find the it, judgment. I just I'm, find I'm, it. I feel the rage. I just find it very strange. It's like you know, to each their own, though. <laughs> but like with like Metroid is a, is actually a good example. I haven't played the SP modes because if I want the Metroid experience, I'll put the NAR password in and be completely mm -hmm. invincible with infinite missiles and just wreck house that way and play from beginning to end. Like if I want just the ending then i'll use the sp mode but yeah I, I i just have the exact opposite reaction i would find it so boring you know but that's why you know we play games differently <laughs> uh but yeah pretty much uh most of my time has been spent on either the game and watch or grand theft auto so um that's my change to system. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I guess I'll do my change to system. I'll try to keep it kind of short because we're running long again. But um, I guess we've just had a lot to talk about these last couple of weeks. Um, I've been playing a lot of Mario Party Superstars. Talking about progression in games, I have 47 out of 50 achievements in this game. Um, I really I like that, that game has achievements. I really like achievement hunting in Mario Party. It gives me something to do, and and that's why I'm at like 50 hours in this game. Um, all Which I, is have... why I haven't cheated in Grand Theft Auto because I want to be able to get the achievements, and that 
There you go. That turns them off. There you go. Um, so yeah, I, I have the one of the puzzle modes left that I haven't done yet. It's the easiest of the well, the easiest of the puzzle modes is the one from the original game where you just hold down until you score six hundred points. A little fun fact there, kids. You don't have to try in the Mario Party block party or whatever. <laughs> the second one from like the GameCube era. You can play over and over again. It's kind of like a, a, almost like a poyo poyo, but you like drag the blocks from the bottom. But um, every time you die, you start over with full time again. So you can just keep going. The thing is, it's going to be like eight hours of gameplay to hit like level 99 and get that achievement. So I just haven't sat down and put the time in yet. And then the last mm-hmm. achievement I'm missing is just playing party mode 50 times. So that'll just come naturally as I continue to play the game with like Steve and whatever else. But um, yeah, right. it's still a great game. I'm so happy with it. I freaking love it so much. Um, I am just looking at my list here of games I've been playing on my Switch. Civilization VI is a game I booted up again because I really do like the Civilization games. I don't know if you guys have ever played them or not. It's just kind of like a... a I played it on the PC, but never... I didn't play the Switch ones. Is it yeah. good on the Switch? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's obviously built for a PC, so there's a lot of, like, tiny little boxes that you have to, like, oh, let me let me mm-hmm. hold your screen right up to my face kind of stuff. Um, the problem I have with Civilization is... I have a lot of fun in the beginning, and then the fun gets less and less the longer the game goes. The game doesn't know how to speed up computers' turns. So by the end, mm. when the, all the computers are uh, each have like well, that's 50... part of the experience, sitting there and waiting for five minutes yeah, for the computer. Like not... I don't understand how you can <laughs> yeah, want to speed that up. I know that you're trying to be cheeky, but it's really not the same <laughs> thing as starting a game with all the items. Um, but 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 no, really, like like you're playing the game, and. At first, it's like you you do your turn, and then the computer just kind of does their turn, and within like 10 seconds, it's over. By turn like 500, everybody has like 30 towns and, and 800 units and everything, and the game seems to want to move them unit by unit. So it takes like literally like three minutes for the computers to make their turns. Like you're playing with actual people like on the internet or something. So I find myself like getting so bored that I'm like going on YouTube while I'm waiting for the computer to make all of their moves. There's a lot to manage in the upper stages too. All of a sudden you go from just having like your little, your little town and your little corner of the map to like, okay, here comes Africa, and they're trying to convert us to Christianity. So now I have to make, you know, like soldiers mm-hmm. to get rid of that because we're Zoroastrianism, and we got to keep them out because they're almost at a religious victory. Meanwhile, I'm trying to earn diplomatic points with Gandhi, who's feuding with the Incans, but they just voted me out for, for diplomacy points. It gets to be, it's a lot of management toward the end, and it frankly. Does it have that bug gets where. To be a little where... Much. Where Gandhi uses nukes? Um, I don't think. I think that was more of a Civ Four thing, honestly. Um, <laughs> it is kind of funny to watch, like the Incan, le- like uh, uh, or not, not Incan Aztec, the Aztec leader, um, praise Gandhi for like military, like military <laughs> strategies and stuff. Because you know they each have their own like agendas and everything. And I'm playing as I think her name was Eleanor of Aquitaine or something like that. She was both a a British ruler and a French ruler, I guess. I'm playing it's the French one. And my whole thing is that I'm very good with like culture. So I've basically built this tourism empire where I've got like rock bands going out and making people fall in love with my culture and everything. And I'm trying to win cultural.
culturally, but also competing with Gandhi to build a space program. And it's just, it's, it's getting, like, I was really enjoying myself in the beginning, but the further into the game I go, the more there is to manage and the longer the game takes to actually play, and I'm finding myself drifting from it. So I have a feeling that, like many of my Civ encounters, I probably won't be finishing this one and just kind of moving on to something else. Um, one game that I've put a little time into that I actually have a video review coming out for this weekend is Beyond Blue, which is a game that we got a review code for. I'll avoid talking too much about it here, but basically it's kind of a marine biology simulator kind of game. Pretty short, only like a three-hour experience, but it was kind of cool. Um, the thing that blew me away is the voice acting is phenomenal. Like maybe it's Voice just acting? I, yeah, maybe it's because I play a lot of Japanese-made huh. games where the English voice acting is an afterthought, but I thought the voice acting in this game was incredibly organic. Like all of a sudden I'm back on the sub and I'm talking to my sister about how Nana's got dementia and it's like, oh my god, like I really believe this is happening you know like it's it's uh it's a what thing. is this but, game called again it's called beyond blue it's kind of a they do kind of educational games <laughs> it's by a group called i think e-line media they did one that's kind of like a it, it looks like minecraft and it's like a you can make your own games kind of thing kind of like uh what was that the game builder garage that nintendo did um and oh, they have yeah. another one that's based on like an inuit fable and then this is their like second game they've actually developed so they seem to really kind of skirt that line between like is it actually even a game or is it more of like a cultural kind of experience but Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool if you have a kid who's into marine biology this would be a good game to get them you know because they it would it would give them a chance to kind of experience like this fantastical world of undersea creatures and all that stuff but as like a grown adult who's looking to play like a game with gameplay probably not your thing now now you guys might really like it because apparently gameplay is not a key necessity for games but you know for those of us who enjoy gameplay that that is what it is um like i said i'm re-downloading pokemon go because i want to play that i have net to play pikmin bloom but my friend really seems to be enjoying it so that's pretty cool i've been playing both animal crossings again really enjoying new leaf kind of enjoying new horizons i'm on the hunt for a specific gyroid you can only get one a day i think and it costs like a thousand nook miles so i'm running out of miles very quickly i don't know if i'm actually going to be able to get this gyroid i want but <coughs> kind of been dabbling in that i found tomatoes on an island the other day i still haven't bought the, the cooking recipes so i can't cook but i don't really care to cook because it's just more furniture you know so that's a thing that's the thing i've been playing and um Really the only other game, and I apologize, Colt, because I know you're listening, and I also know that I told you to play this game and then told you it was garbage, but I'm back into it now. (laughs) Path of Exile, baby, for life. So, yeah, I've been playing Path of Exile with Corey again, and it's really fun. I'm enjoying it again. So, sorry I led you astray, Colt. You're my boo, but, um, yeah, I like Path of Exile again. So, I've been doing that, and that's pretty much all the games I've been playing. So, with that... Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Infendo Radio. We will be back in two weeks with another episode that maybe Justin will be doing Nintendoons for. Um, That's because during the first break, we realized that this Thursday is Thanksgiving. And we don't want to do a show on Thanksgiving because this show's an obligation. And we don't do it if we don't have to. So we, we love you guys. We love doing this. But we will be back in two weeks with episode 621. See you then. Bye-bye. See you soon. Adios.